Hey everyone, welcome to the Michigan Beer Pursuit Podcast. You are joining us now for podcast 49. We're inches away <laughs> from podcast 50. So close. My name's Chris. I'm here with Justin today. What's going on, dude? Hey, not a whole lot. Just excited to kind of get back at it after this little little mini impromptu hiatus we had. I know, man. Well, I mean, we were still putting out episodes, but it wasn't our typical yeah. weekly ones or, or whatever, yeah. our typical episodes. So we had um, Dog and Pony Show, our round two there with the uh, bourbon on uh, barrel age stuff uh check that one out if you guys have not yet awesome dudes we got all three brothers this time yes to hop in on that which that was, was sweet. awesome um and we had uh trace gatos um right before that so back to back brewery episodes so pretty nice yeah it's a good problem um, to have yeah absolutely absolutely um all right first things first let's get a random question of the day going all right it's been a minute yeah all right, three things that you look for in a brewery. Ooh, okay. To classify a brewery as like, hey, hell yeah, I'm coming back to this place. All right, okay, okay. That's, uh, let me think, let me think. There there, there are quite a few, uh, but I think the three biggest ones that I appreciate the most is I love like bar service where you like, you have to go up to the bar to order. Okay. Because in that experience, you get a lot of people who don't aren't as educated with craft beer yet and going up there they have the opportunity to learn something and like hey let me try this let me try that you know and then it's like you know i i don't really don't know what to get i like hoppy stuff and then you know the bartender or beer tender or whatever is uh can like point them in the right direction I, like i love that yeah um, it creates for a a cooler unique uh brewery experience uh the other thing is well, real quick on that too. Um, when you say that, like I can already think of like three breweries that already do that. So like Watermark, yeah. Urban Rest, and Dog and Pony Show all have. Yep. Yeah. It's that great. bar service where you go up and and order. Another thing with Griffin Claw, I know you uh, you've been there quite a few times. Only been there a couple times, but yeah. Um, everyone being uh, uh, certified beer servers is is really sweet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Um, um something you like. I'm not, I'm not going to name what brewery it was, but I went to one. And I asked for, uh, <clears throat> it was like a uh, Imperial Stout that they had. And the kid brought me back a half a Wizen. <laughs> I go, hey, man, I'm like, I mean, this is good. Like, I'll take, like, I just wanted like a sampler or whatever. Like, a yeah. Pour. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, I don't think this is like an Imperial Stout. Like, it tastes like a half a Wizen. I was kind of like laughing. And he's like, oh, okay, look, hold on. And he comes back. He was like, no, this is, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. man. All right. Okay. Never <laughs> yeah, mind. not gonna argue this. Yep. Sounds good, man. <laughs> Tastes good. Yeah. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think like the other other two. I I love when breweries have. This is gonna get controversial because there are so many breweries that I absolutely <laughs> love and I'm obsessed with that don't do this. But uh, I don't actually like when breweries serve food. Um, I love when they have like uh, have opportunities for food trucks. Like that's sure. really cool, and to have them a lot, and that's awesome. Some breweries are just in weird locations; like you're not going to get a lot of food trucks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe I'm crazy. I mean, you go towards Detroit; it's you got a zillion of them. But you know, yeah. what about like South Lion or right? Uh, yeah, there's a few yeah, yeah. Lansing, but yeah. And it, you know, it's funny because like I say that, but like I'm not going to like name the breweries, but. There are some breweries out there that 
I absolutely love and I'm obsessed with their beers and they serve food, you know? Yeah. So it's like, this isn't a black and white situation, but I just, I, I have a problem. Uh, I think it stems from like so many breweries out there try to put an emphasis on uh, food as well to try to make money that they forget to showcase their beers. And I, I feel like they, the beers kind of get sacrificed and, um, and it's like when I go to a place and it's like, oh, this feels like a restaurant before a brewery. And then I drink the beer and I'm yeah. like, yep, restaurant first, beer second, which is obviously in a brewery. I'm not, I guess, the biggest fan of. Yeah, it's just it's pretty disappointing too to see on social media when when you go to look up a brewery and it's all like yeah. wraps yep. and pretzels and what yep. do you know? But I, but <laughs> I know, bro, I don't really I care. know what a chicken wrap looks like, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, do you have any new stories beers or fine? Like, yeah. but, <laughs> what did your place look like? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And th- like, and that, that right there, you know, cause you, you and I have had that conversation a lot, like off air yeah. and, um, <clears throat> it just like gets me riled up. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I think the third thing is when breweries try to be too different and they lose track of like good solid beers and, uh, like fundamentals, which you know, like, uh, whether it's in brewing or anything like that, but like beers get like too, too obscure. There are a lot of breweries. Once again, I'm not going to name the breweries, but they just go like a little too far out on their beers and sure. the beer, the brew quality suffers. And I, I think that when the only product you sell is beer, that needs to be like, that process needs to be perfect. And, you yeah. know, and, and people try to, uh, like fluff up their stuff and uh, to mask kind of maybe the uh, inadequacies of brewing. That sounds like that sounds so mean, but I think uh, the focus uh, should always be beer first. And sometimes that like gets lost and you can tell a lot of those places. Um, there aren't a lot of them, but like you can tell those places like first sip and you're like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for so, sure. All right. So those are your three things. Yep. So what about you? All right, so my <clears throat> my first one's ambiance, which is kind of like a yeah. umbrella term, I guess. But right, yeah, <clears throat> um, somewhere that's comfortable, like somewhere like I dig like the industrial feel, but I also don't want to sit in like a warehouse and drink. Ah, uh, right, yeah, you know. So kind of like <laughs> you have to like kind of mask that or or do something fun with that or whatever, like outdoorsy or you know, yeah. like I think of like outdoor like like watermark having their outdoor spot yeah, is super yeah. dope um Dude, urban rest does a lights. great job of yeah urban rest <laughs> does a great job of turning a warehouse like a brick and yeah you know four walls and in bricks and windows into something really cool with with it's their beautiful tables yeah. and their furniture and their plants mm-hmm. and their uniqueness of of whatever you don't like feel like you're in uh in like a you know, like a warehouse drinking, like I said, in warehouse. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, vi- I don't know. We can go into vibe, I guess, but yeah, that's a <laughs> vibe's a big that's thing. A rab- that's yeah. a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so definitely just like, I guess, uh, yeah, ambiance, the aesthetic. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. If I want to like sit around there for, for long enough, but right. Yeah. Comfortable chairs too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, a big thing. Yeah. Um, the right beers, yeah, right beers. My yeah. other one, um, yeah, somewhere where I can like go. Hey, 
whatever friend like a friend or friend group like let's go here without being like oh shit i don't think they're gonna like anything here right yeah because you went too weird that's kind of something you said along those lines too but um, yeah no but then it, I think it definitely makes sense yeah having something drinkable and then have your weird shit too right yeah yeah absolutely um and then for sure service i'm you know i'm a service yeah yeah, yeah. psycho so having been in that industry for what 16 years yeah yeah so you you are a little more critical on the service which like rightfully so um than like i would say i am but i i definitely get irritated sometimes but uh yeah that's one thing with breweries generally everyone is like pretty knowledgeable yeah that's what's pushing you know and so it's it's easy to talk to them and usually people have a pretty good understanding of it's like yeah i'd say like 95 percent of the time you get yeah yeah it's people who want to be there. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I don't think you're exactly. getting rich working at a brewery, but right. it's something you really enjoy and you're passionate about. And that shows within like two seconds of yeah, with somebody. Absolutely. If you're like sitting there for 20 minutes and you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like do we have to order on our phones or something? They bring it over to us. Like, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> we the, yeah. You know, whatever. That, that sucks. That kind of like goes to why I love bar service. Cause you go up, you have the interaction for sure. Yeah. You know, that's why I think it's so important. Oh, show. Heck yeah, dude. Um, all right. So we got a little bit of beer news here and some festivals and events and stuff coming up. Um, there's a funny article that came out, uh, a few weeks ago and TMZ reported that there was a paralyzed guy (laughs) who I think for months he became paralyzed and finally was able to communicate he got like some life changing brain implant. Whoa. And this crazy stuff. Um, I read it, it. This is like back in March. So I don't remember the entire article, but basically this paralyzed guy first words in months and his first like word was, I need a beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> first sentence. Yes. Oh, so the first it. thing he says is I need a beer. Dude, beer's life. Beer's life, man. They'll love it. Um, strawberry, uh, tart strawberry M43. It's coming back on 420. Ooh, okay. So a few more days they'll have it. Um, they're going to have it in, in the pub here in Williamston. And then um, obviously it's going to hit some shelves. Yeah. Did you get it last year? No. No. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I didn't no. either. And I wanted to try it. But uh, they have yeah. it on tap though. So I'm just going to shoot in there. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. And try. Yeah. I, um, there was like a, I think a strawberry jalapeno one. That I want to try too. Whoa. Okay. That one sounds dope. All right. Um, all right. What else? Uh, Homebrew Con. That's going to be June 23rd to the 25th in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that's like the big dog. Dude, that's yeah. That's from that's the Homebrew Association. One. That one would be um, awesome. Tecumseh Brewing. They're celebrating seven years on, on 423. Okay. So whatever, week and a half or whatever, they're going to have an anniversary ale they're coming out with and then a throwback food menu and lots of partying to celebrate seven years. That's awesome. Um, May 7th is Big Brew Day. Yeah. So that's that's coming up. That's going to be fun. That's uh, When I realized that's going to be the same time as the spring beer festival up in Traverse City, I was pretty bummed because I was like, damn, right? Yeah. Like we've missed, I think, every brew day, every big brew day so far yeah since we've started brewing like we've had something either we were both working or whatever on those days it sucks so yeah. finally 
May 7th. We're going to be able to. We were going to go to Traverse City. Yeah. Um, we had hotels booked. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I got the cancellation ones where you have yeah, you know, then, until the day oh, before to cancel. Yeah. Didn't get tickets because um, we just got news uh, that Urban Rest is having their their homebrew competition on the same day. Yeah. So we uh, had a quick convening of the minds, which took about three seconds for us to say, <laughs> fuck Traverse City. We're yeah. staying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, here. Yeah, um, we didn't have the greatest time in Traverse City when we went last time, but yeah, um, we'll go back. We'll go, yeah, we'll yeah, give we it a second will. try. Everything's worth a second go around. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they have great beer. Uh, the there. two the two recipes though that American Homebrew Association are coming out with, like for the big brew. Yeah, um, they're crazy. The first one is uh, the community American Lager. Yeah. So this one's going to be kind of like your typical lager. So nine pounds of pills. Um, get some honey malt, some flaked corn, and some carapils. But then, um, who's it? April Dove. Yeah, April Dove is a home brewer in South Carolina, so they're using her recipe. And she uses Tetninger, Saz, and uh, Hollertown Middle for, for her That's hops. So classic. And then Diamond, Lal uh, Brew, Diamond Lager Yeast. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I was looking so at that. That's pretty that. cool. That one's pr- pretty it, mainstream, like, yeah. lager. I like I uh, I saved that recipe because I'm like I probably won't brew that on like the brew, big brew day, mm-hmm. but I want to brew that beer though because it it, it sounds super good. Yeah. Um. And then the other one is pretty. This one's pretty wild. This one's <laughs> yeah. a Dark Inception Imperial Porter. Um. And this one is uh, one two three four five six, seven different malts, Jeez. some Cascade hops, and then they do uh, malodextrin for some more. Uh, added sugar to kind of boost the ABV, um, raspberry puree, cocoa nibs, and vanilla beans. Dude, yeah, that's insane. That recipe is going to cost like a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Thank, <ain't cheap. laughs> yeah, that's probably so. Probably, good, that'd be but, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one, the recipe comes from San Antonio's Weathered Souls Brewing Company. Okay. Okay. That's pretty sweet. I like that. So that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, what else? Lansing Beer Fest. They announced they um the dates for that. They hadn't done that in the last couple of years. They haven't done Lansing Beer Fest. So this one's going to be June 11th, from four to nine. It's going to be in Rio Town, so kind of like sub downtown Lansing. Rio Town's pretty cool. Um, I'm not a big there. Lansing fan, but Rio Town's pretty cool. Um, they're gonna have 20 plus Michigan breweries, 100 different craft beers and ciders. They're gonna have live music, food trucks. Early bird, early bird tickets is $25 and then $30 for VIP. Nice. Uh, Michigan Summer Beer Fest. This one's um, another Michigan Brewer Guild festival. Obviously, we're going to miss the spring one. Uh, hopefully, we'll go to this one, though. This one is yeah. pretty close to us. So, uh, so yeah, that's right, Nipsey. Don't no hotels there. or yeah, <laughs> yeah. travel stuff. You're, I mean, you're 20 minutes from there. I'm right, yeah. Hour, whatever hour. <laughs> uh, this one's going to be July 22nd. Uh, from five to nine, and then July twenty third, one to six. This is going to be at Riverside Park in Ipsy. So fifty bucks for tickets on that, and uh, tickets go on sale April twenty eighth for that. Nice. Um, another one coming up in August is going to be a, a Burning Foot Beer Festival. I feel like they've been getting a lot of traction just in the few years. You know, we've been kind of following this stuff. They uh, had quite the event this last year, so I think yeah. we might make a trip out. And check this out. This is on August 27th from 3 to 9 on Pier Marquette Park in Muskegon. 
and tickets are 50 bucks for that. that um, that's gonna be fun. Then uh, Holmes is having a pretty cool festival. Uh, again, they they kind of uh, you know put their finger on it on um, on during COVID. They you know skipped a few years, but the nucleate 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 beer festival yeah. uh, June fourth. That's gonna be in Ann Arbor, and I'm assuming it's gonna be at the New Homes like complex. Yeah, um, and that's all so. they've said is like the date, and then it's gonna be in Ann Arbor. So more details to come. We'll definitely uh, be reposting and and yeah, in future podcasts will include awesome. some info on that. So such a cool place. For that. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, we have we had any trips to breweries? I know we went to we went to Cadillac Straits. Yeah. We needed to make a trip out there. Yeah. Um you know, unfortunately, uh our our homebrew store has been purchased. Yeah, the kind of a bummer. Like that yeah, so, it really sucks. <laughs> um Adventures in Homebrewing was purchased I think by More Beer, right? Uh I think is Northern Brewer. It? Northern Brewer, one yeah. of those. Yeah, one of those. Um and so unfortunately everything has moved to online purchases only. Yeah. So it's so I mean, which is fine because Typically, I buy more than fifty bucks anyway, so it's free shipping. Yeah. Um, but unlike the big stuff, like the fifty pound or fifty five pound bags of of malt that I get every whatever six months or whatever, like that's like thirty dollars shipping. <laughs> to yeah. Get that, where I just go get it, or my brother work work close by, he would just pick it up after work. Or yeah, that's what whatever. I miss. So that's a bummer. Being able to like go in there if I just like want to grab ingredients for a brew, I could just like yeah go there and get it, come home and start brewing. But now I have to like plan ahead, order, make sure I order enough stuff that's over fifty five dollars for free for the free shipping, and then you know it's mm. like, I mean I get it, like you know business got to do what they got to do, but it it really sucks because like that was in prime location in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. There's got to be thousands of homebrewers like within like a fifty mile radius. I could just like go and grab stuff. <laughs> there's always sucks. people in there when I went. Yeah, it was yeah. There's always people. You know, I was never the only person in there, so yeah, that's a bummer. Um, you know, in fact, it was pretty hard too. Cause you know, I, I love Cadillac Straits. I thought the people that worked there were awesome, but they're yeah. like an hour and 15 minutes for me. Yeah. That one it's, it's tough. It's, it's cool that they have like pretty much everything that we'll need and mm-hmm. they're like really smart and they're really quick and like their prices were pretty competitive. I was very surprised. And you guys, yeah, they have great prices too. And I've been buying stuff, stuff online from them too. Yeah. The stuff I couldn't get from adventures. Yeah. That's so, cool. I'm pretty happy about that because then, you know, we go out that way quite a bit, so it's yeah. not too bad. Um, and then I have Capital City Homebrew um, in Lansing, yeah, too. Yeah, it is nice. Which has some stuff that I need. Um, So, obviously, there's, you know, there's alternatives. It's just a little inconvenient. Yeah. I'm kind of sad because those are, like, that was the first homebrew store I ever bought anything from. So, that's right, kind of a bummer. Yep. Yeah, I bought all of my stuff starting out. With that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, where else did we go? We stopped at Urban Rest for a few um, I tried their, uh, um, their stout. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I had the dark mild again cause it's just so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, was I, good. yeah, I'm trying to think like, dude, there's so many, so many breweries. Uh, I went to, I really haven't done much. I went to, um, dog and pony show for the opening. Yeah. Day. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That, um, got to see those guys sweet. again. Now that I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And that, not under the weather. You sound better too. <laughs> <laughs> Feel better. Yeah. That's took me, good. dude. I, I mean, it took me. I was sick. A month. Starting on like Tuesday. It took me, I 
think two weeks to finally like wake up and go, oh, I feel pretty good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel dude. okay. I'm back to like 85, 90%. So now I feel I'm back closer to a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but it was go. brutal. Yeah. I got whooped. Something, yeah. something, something got me. Some, yeah. Something got you. Something got me. Yeah, there's a we Evan and I went to well, like me, Evan Britt, the girls, uh, went to uh, Original Gravity Brewing down in Milan. Oh, uh, yeah, and that was that was pretty awesome. That was a couple weeks ago, and uh, had a really good time there. Just awesome facility. They have like an outdoor area that is heated, and it has nice. like a like half of it's covered, and to, just super nice, super comfortable. Uh, beers were good, uh, food was awesome, and they had like classic old arcade games up against the walls you know like it was it was pretty awesome it was a it was a good place definitely would like to go back nice um what did we try i tried uh when we were at cadillac straight so we bought some stuff and then uh we sat down and and had some food and and drank a bit and i tried i tried duncan's irish stout um that was really good uh nice nice irish dry stout yeah um, I tried Jam Session, which is a sour wheat with raspberry and blackberry. That was really good. Um, and I also tried one of their barrel-aged ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like... It. it was huge, too. It was like 11% or something like that? 9%, yeah, it's 11%. not on there. It's not on their tap list right now, so I don't remember what it is, but... Yeah. I went classic on that one. I went... Uh, something like Incinerator or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got like their pale ale, like their classic, it was like classic Chico or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. it was just good, clean beer, which is yeah. my, <laughs> like Adam, every- you got puggy McSnorts, right? <laughs> the Irish puggy, ale, did you like that? Puggy McSnorts. Yeah. Puggy McSnorts. It was pretty good. Like the Irish ale. Yeah. Yeah. We just had, um, so my brother's back from, uh, traveling dude's got a sweet new job. So he's like out in Indianapolis Pittsburgh, yeah, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, um, Cincinnati, St. Louis. So he just got back from Cincinnati and went to uh, Rheingeist and yeah. uh, Esoteric. So we knocked out um, Iris, which is their Irish Red. So we had a bunch of that today. Um, we tried a Hellas Lager. Um, right now I'm drinking some. So we... I'd gone to Tennessee a few weeks ago and, and checked out Yeehaw. I was down Yeehaw. in Pigeon Forge and, uh, and they had Yeehaw Brewing and it's, it's a bummer cause I got some to go beers. Like I literally felt that shitty that I didn't even sit down and have a beer that <laughs> yeah. I wanted to, uh, we had the kids with us and stuff like that. It was just too much shit going on. So yeah, I couldn't, <clears throat> I couldn't sneak away for that long. I thought about just slamming one, but, <laughs> yeah. um, and it was right next to, uh, old Smokey, um, uh, uh, moonshine. Yeah, that, that's like sweet. a popular so we did, one. Yeah, we did a sampling, and and um, some of the ones were so good. I got like sour cherry. Oh, um, I got the uh, the blue flame, which is like higher ABV, which oh, is like nice. just straight moonshine, and uh, <laughs> nice. and the coffee one, which was super good. And I got the little Ooh, like okay. the dope little cap you put on these jars, and you can just. Scooter or super easy uh, instead of like out of a jar. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's like a full mason jar, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. just a screw on cap has a little yeah a little spigot. Thing. Oh, that's cool. I like that. So yeah, we tried that earlier too. 
<laughs> so I forgot I got them. They came with a little cooler and stuff too. It was right. So you and Evan is that what you said? You and Evan tried them. Yeah, we tried nice. them. And I gave him the I gave him the blue flame. He's like, holy, holy, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're drinking a Dunkel right now from Yeehaw, and it's actually really good. Nice. Yeah, Yeehaw I Brewing. I don't actually remember having Yeehaw like when uh, I Old Smokey there. owns them. Actually, that's why they're right next to it. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, because I don't remember seeing them. Like uh, John Johnson City, yeah. I mean, Johnson I know City, Tennessee. That's yeah, I know. I, mean. I know Johnson City. Um, yeah, I'm trying. Anyways, to, I, Michigan, yeah. Beer, Michigan beer, Michigan yeah, beer. Michigan beer yeah, yeah. We don't want to talk about Tennessee beer. <laughs> I got a lot to say about uh, Tennessee beer. <laughs> I know. I think after this, we're gonna bust open some uh, uh, of the bottles of uh, Dog and Pony Barrel Age. I have. Oh, nice. Yes, do it. Yeah, I want to try this. a collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right, let's head into new brews. Let me get a nice gulp here because I got got forty seven. Oh my god! Dude. All right, new I'm gonna go. Brews. I'm gonna go take a quick nap. I'll be back. You. you okay. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, dude. <laughs> all right, we'll go lightning speed now. Um, all, right. all right. So we're gonna start at Abernales. They have a new sour called Unicorn Rapture. This one's, I think, sour New England IPA on this one. So nice tart citrus notes on this one. I'm actually in. That sounds really good. <laughs> sounds uh, awesome. Which we when talking about going, it sucks because yeah. like anytime I want to go to Aberrant, they either close or open too late for me to be able because I drive through yeah. all, all the time, and they're either closed or it's like on a Sunday or Monday and they're closed on those days. So <laughs> yeah, um, Alcona Brewhouse. They have a new American IPA called Cedar Lake IPA. This one's a smooth medium body IPA at six point one percent. Arbor Brewing has Tropitango. This is another American IPA at 6.2%. This one's juicy, tangy with notes of fresh pineapple, citrus, and grapefruit with a touch of citrusy pine. Archival Brewing has a new dark Bach lager. It's called Dark Side of the Goat. 6.8%. This one's a Bach they said is a popular brew out of Einbeck, Germany, originally brewed by Bavarian monks and later became a staple in local breweries. Nice. Strong lager with caramel notes. Uh, with a mild, lingering bitterness. Uh, our buddies out at Ar- Arctic Circle, they have two new beers. Uh, peaches Be Crazy. This is a fruited wheat at 5.1%. This is a wheat beer with peaches and green tea. Uh, Brooks Brewing, they have a new weeded sour called Wheat Going Wild um, at 7.6%. Berserk Brewing, they have a double dry hop, double IPA called Worth the Squeeze. This one's going to be tropical. So 7.9% with uh, notes of papaya, mango, and citrus. This one's hopped with Zaka, Citra, and Mosaic. Dang, dude. A good combo there. Yeah. Uh, Cadillac Straits, they have a Roush Beer Mistake Beer. Uh, it's, it's called Mistakes Were Made, Volume 4. So made with the leftover grains from mistake orders at the home brew shop. Hops they found in the freezer and expired yeast at 5.8%. Oh, so I love it. That's awesome. You want to take a dive into a mistake beer, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then they have a non-mistake beer called Nimbus. This is a double dry hopped New England IPA. Um, this was with uh, Citrus Strata and Belma hops at 8.2%. Uh, City Built, they have a collab beer. Um, this is a double dry hopped IPA called Not Your Girl. And this was an international collab brew day in support of Pink Boots Society at 6.5%. Awesome. Um, Copper Hop, they have a new triple milkshake New England IPA. Uh, called what? Evil Little Creamsicle. I mean, we actually talked to Ryan about this when uh, we were at yeah. Dog and Pony Show. It's double dry hopped with cashmere and citra, 9.1%. It's a oh, million that tastes literally like an orange creamsicle. 
Yeah, that's I gotta try that. That sounds that just sounds wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dearborn Brewing, they have a new Goza, um, Sum Tan Lotion Goza. This one's a 5%. This one's a collab with Grizzly Peak. And with floral notes of sumac with uh, balanced sweetness from tamarind. Don't know what either of those are. Yep. <laughs> um, Draft Horse has a new sour called Pucker Up Peach. This is 4.5% and made with peach nectar. And then they also have a cold, IPA, uh, cold IPL. Uh, called Galaxy Warrior IPA, made with lager yeast at 5.9%. Need it. Um, Eastern Market, they have a few new beers. Uh, first one's an, called an Anti-Imperial Stout. It's called Resist. <laughs> so they brewed this in solidarity with Ukrainian brewers and their community. Uh, it's a robust, rich brew with the addition of beetroot, which gives it a, a borscht taste of Ukraine. Proceeds <sighs> of this beer go to aid the humanitarian efforts in Ukraine. That's awesome. comes in at 10%, so pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then they also have opening day IPA just came out this in time for Detroit's opening day, which we won. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and we Did won you? tonight. So we're four and four. Heck yeah. Um, this is inspired by Detroit's opening day tailgate <laughs> at 6% brewed with citra hops and Pilsner wheat. So nice, easy, easy drinking IPA for sure. Um, Elk Brewing, they have a new, new, new New England IPA called Vinny's New England IPA named after the head brewers, uh, pit bull puppy Vinny. I love it. That one's pretty dope. Uh, for Nail Project, they have a cool new one called uh, French Gimlet. This is a gin barrel-aged imperial sour ale with elderflowers and lime at 8.5%. Nothing like... I never can expect what Ferndale Project comes out with. Them and Holmes. Yeah. Anytime I do new brews, I'm like, oh, God, what are they, <laughs> what yeah. are they come out with? <laughs> yeah. Like shit I could never imagine in my life. Yeah. Dude, I, yeah. Um, knowing them is probably incredible, too. Love it. Yeah. Uh, next one from Ferndale Project is a uh, New England triple IPA called Pillow Fight, double dry hopped with Amarillo, Strata, and Huel Melon hops at 9.2%. Have you tried Huel Melon hops yet? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, Witch's Hat, their Mr. Tiger Pilsner is dry hopped with Huel Melon. Oh, I've had that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. That's, that's a really good beer. And you, you, you really good with that? Uh, I have not. That's okay. uh, something I would like to try. It's a, that's a pretty yeah, cool hop. Yeah, I'm going to have to get some of that. Um, five shores, they have a new double IPA called confetti trail. And so this one is a brood celebrating the women of craft beer. So this one comes in at 8.8% packed with Michigan hops, giving it flavor and packed of pineapple, guava, tangerine, and mango. They built it with Pilsner wheat and caramel malt. Uh, they use Mackinac and copper hops and giving a shout out to the women who helped brew this Jamie from earthen ales, Tina from rare bird, Emily from Beards, Jessica and Tabitha from Michigan Local Hops, Vicky and Amy from Stormcloud, Caitlin, who was a former intern at Stormcloud, and then hosted by Ellie from Five Shores. Awesome. So how about that? Yeah, that is so cool. Super awesome. Um, out of Orbit from Five Shores as well is a kettle sour. This one was made with blueberry mango, um, and they use lactose and vanilla as well. 6.2%. They also use Vic Secret and Centennial Hops in this beer. Um, grand opening or grand armory. Sorry. Uh, grand armory has whoa smash Betty. It's a smash IPA. So brewed in celebration of international women's collab brew day. They use pink boots blend. Yeah. Pink boots blend hops and Ashburn mild malt. Okay. And so have deep resin aromas with a hint of zest in this one at 5.9%. Nice. Uh, they also have a stout that just came out called night rider, uh, rum ball edition. This is a bourbon barrel aged night rider stout based. Um, aged on rum barrel chips and cocoa nibs. 
So big chocolate notes in this one, and then a rum raisin finish at 10%. I never had rum raisin before. <laughs> this is a weird story, but um, we were up north. My uncle ordered rum raisin ice cream. I'm like, that's weird as hell. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get it. I'm like, I'm going to get it other than like my whatever Twist double chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Big banana split. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I tried rum raisin. I'm like, damn, this is good as hell. <laughs> nice. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Try it. Next time you see rum raisin ice cream, try it, dude. Yeah. It's good. Um, apparently Grand Armory liked it enough to add it to their uh, I might, Night I Rider. Might have to, I might have to get some rum raisin ice cream and then drink this there you beer go, with them. New favorite. Yep. <laughs> uh, Great Baraboo, they have a new stout called Stumpy's Irish Stout. Uh, this one's on nitro at 4.8%. This one's smooth and creamy with hints of chocolate, uh, dark chocolate, coffee, and caramel. Uh, Griffin Claw, they have a new hazy IPA called Hype Hop. This is brewed with Phantasm from New Zealand, and then Omega's uh, Cosmic Punch Yeast. Uh, hopped nice. with ne- uh, Nectaron, Rawaka, and Nelson Sovins, and a lot of New Zealand going in this one, 7.5%, yeah. getting all the fruits. Yeah, I love it. Um, Holmes has a new double IPA called Jolly Green. This one's uh, a collab with Other Half Brewing from Brooklyn, New York. And... Uh, brewed Strata, double dry hop, or dry hopped with uh, enormous amount, enormous amounts of Strata and Nelson Sauvin at eight percent. Nice. And this one's coming out on four sixteen. Um, Holmes also has Fifth Orbit, which is another. Uh, did they? No, this isn't a collab one. Regular Stout, um, aged on early times ten year in Woodford Reserve double oak barrels, blended to taste, and then they dosed it with vanilla, cocoa nibs, toasted pecan. Emperor's Coconut. Nice. 13%. Dang. Uh, Loaded Dice, they have a new Pilsner, uh, part of their six-sided lager project, their first Pilsner of this project. Um, and they use Best Malls Pilsner Malt, Hollow Town Middle Fruit, at 4.6%. They also have a hoppy blonde ale called Lucky Pink Boots. Brooding collab with female brewers from Baffin, Copper Hop, Unexpected Craft, Jamex, and Dog and Pony Show. This was brewed with Yakima Chief uh, Pink Boots Hops that they put out every year. So I mentioned that earlier a few times. Um, so Yakima Chief partners with Pink Boots Society and comes out with this hop blend every year. So this one comes out at 7.3%. That's great. Uh, Loaded Dice also has a new beer called Pound the Pot. This is the latest in all the Marbles series. Uh, this one's made with several pounds of pound cake, conditioned on plum, pre- uh, plum puree and vanilla at 6%. Uh, Mothfire Brewing, they have two new beers. Uh, first one's a Kolsch called Times. This one's at 5.5%, uh, brewed with Huel Melon. And this one's in cans for the first time. Uh, Mothfire has a double IPA called Shaded. This is a double version of Shade Lake. So a bigger grain bill, double dose of hops, extra drops of Columbus, um, 8%. Uh, made it, So they made it with uh, Michigan Centennial, Columbus, and Summit hops. All right. New Holland has a new white sour called Super Bear. This is a, a fodder age white sour with honey and orange juice. Uh, oh, I almost said Omega. Ogma Brewing has a new <laughs> hazy IPA called Soul Whip. Uh, they took their Sabro Cadabra recipe. They firmed it on 220 pounds of pineapple. 
What? Toasted coconut and Madagascar vanilla beans, 7.5%. Oh, my God. I need to go check a trip out yeah, there. Yeah, I need to try that immediately. Try that um, River's Edge, uh, in Milford, they have a new saison called Born Identity, or Bjorn Identity, <laughs> um, with chamomile, lemongrass, and orange peel. So kind of typical of your saison flavors there. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, Shandorf, they have uh, three new beers. First one's called Big Time. This is the Maybach at 8.6%. They have the Harsh, which is a Weizenbach, and they have Way Cool IPA. This is a double dry hopped IPA at seven percent. Supernatural Brewing. They have a black IPA called Abyss Walker, brewed with midnight wheat, dry hopped with a mosaic in Idaho seven at six point seven percent. Tantric Brewing. They have two new beers. First one's Triple Threat, which is their third hundred three hundredth batch. Um, so celebrating that, this is a triple yeah. IPA at sixteen point five percent, brewed with citrus <laughs> mosaic and uh, bergamot hops. Yeah! Wow, sixteen point five. That's a doozy. Uh, that's that a puts doozy. you to sleep. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have a pilsner coming out called the uh, Baby Thunder. This one's brewed with experimental hop befuddlement from Great Lakes hops at four point three percent. Okay. And then to round it all off, Wax Wings they have three new beers coming out: Mean Old World, which is an imperial stout at twelve percent. Uh, knows not what it means at uh. Double dry or double IPA at eight point five percent, and then the Willow Tree, which is another double IPA at eight percent. This one has fruits and a dry hoppy linger. Nice, plenty, plenty, wow. plenty of beers for y'all to try. It's a doozy, dude! Holy smokes, that's good. If that's not enough, I'll give you four new beers that I got in my keyser. <laughs> yes, that I brewed. Let's hear it. I got a saison. Yes. I used the Napoleon yeast from Imperial. Yeah. Turned out great. Um, I didn't use like the, uh, I didn't use like the orange and whatever they use in, in Saison's to give it that like peppercorn. Yeah. You know, the whatever. Yeah. Um, anyways, with, with, uh, I used the hops instead. To try and give it that flavor, and I think it t- turned out pretty good. Um, I have a new, uh, hazy New England IPA. Um, that one turned out pretty good. I want more orange color in it. Um, kind of like two. It's actually looks better now when I pour it out. A little less like straw colored, I guess I'd call it. Okay. Yeah, um, that was a pretty good beer. I like that one. That was good. Um, I got my double IPA, which I don't think you've had yet, right? I did. Uh, I tried it. Side by side okay. with your saison, yes, yeah. It's just needed to carve longer, right? Yep, yeah. That was it. it just okay. wasn't carbonated yeah. enough. Right. Yeah. Um. So that one's that one turned out pretty good. Um. First, like, double beer I tried in in my system. So, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'll try. I'm gonna try. So this method I used. Um, I want to say, like, thir- twelve or thirteen pounds of of grain, and then I also threw in like three and a half pounds of liquid malt extract. To really give it a boost, and then I also dosed it with um, some agave nectar. Okay, yeah. To really give it a punch, and that one came out at like nine percent. Nice. So this was the one that you did the uh, li- liquid malt extract. Yes. Oh, okay. I I remember you were telling me about the recipe. I didn't, actually didn't know it was this beer you did that with. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Um, and I and I double dry hopped it as well. All right. Yeah. 
Was that how much I have to You asking well. me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know how terrible yeah. my memory is. I'm like, yeah. I can't remember the ABV of it. Um, and then. So the what was wit? the last one I have? The whip beer? Yes, the whip beer, <laughs> which is not new. That one's old. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I couldn't remember it. Yeah. That was uh, like New Year's Day or something, right? New Year's Eve brew? Yes, that was New Year's Eve brew that That's... we were all supposed to get together for and didn't, unfortunately. Yeah. It was a bummer, but yeah. Um, and then next on the docket, I have uh, the stuff to make a stout. I uh, was I bought a bunch of the um, bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. Yeah, that I did before um, in a stout, and it turned out awesome. So yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna give that a shot. Um, I think that's it. And they and then Lager and I have that um, Munich Dunkel in Doppelbach. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited. Just for wait. This. Yeah. Just so wait. it should be out. Uh, what is it? We're in April now, so honestly, the next time I cash on these kegs, I think they're up. Nice. So we'll see how they turn out. That's perfect timing. Been lagering for almost three months now, so. Yeah, dude, that's so more cool. than enough time. <laughs> yeah. More than enough time. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, yeah. Then what do you got going? Uh, so I had. Another Kvike Pale Ale on, I think I probably have talked about that. That was the one that the the yeast was all curdled when it came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like, I had no idea. You know, I just dumped it in, and I was like, well, too late. It's already in there. Um, yeah, it sounds then, like a Cadillac Straits uh, mistake beer. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it's like old old yeast, and uh, that was pretty gross. But it, the beer was it – was, it was a little rough at the beginning. Um, I So I didn't gelatin find this one. I wonder if I gelatin find it, if I would have cleared some of that out. You know, because like that yeast, because it was like still like pretty hazy. And, you know, hmm. Kvike generally produces a little hazier beer, um, but you can kind of filter it out a little bit. But anyways, it ended up like settling out and being like, like pretty good. And we just actually uh, killed that keg the other day, um, which bummer. But uh, I on tap, I have... An English Dark Mild, that is one of my favorite beers I've ever brewed. Yeah, and, that was really good. Yeah, was, uh, I was so surprised with that one. First time ever brewing it, you know, so I'm, uh, I can't wait for version two. But I have uh, just a classic right down the middle, American IPA, like a Centennial, Simcoe, 1056, like Y Yeast, American Ale, 1056. Um just classic like two row some caramel 40 what you know like you know i went straight down the middle because i had most of those ingredients here and i wanted my dad wanted an ipa so i brewed one up for him um and then in the uh the old firm chamber cold crashed and gelatin find already i have a munich dunkel so there you go that one's gonna be going up and so what's cool i'm excited to do this uh i was kind of like timing it with yours as well because i brewed mine like a week and a half ago and you <laughs> brewed yours three months ago mm-hmm. and so i did like my quick lagering method and you did like legit true lagering <laughs> mm-hmm. and just to kind of compare to actually see like differences and you know what kind of what we get out of a, a lagered one obviously you know the recipe is gonna be a little bit different and you know there's those things but you know still see what kind of lager characteristics we can get. I think that'd be pretty fun yeah. and have like a, a Munich dunkle day. Cause like my, uh, my buddy Aaron, he has a Munich dunkle on tap and, uh, Hey, there you go. 
Dude, we just gotta have a just a a dunkle day, bro. Yeah, man, uh, Munich <laughs> dunkle day. And then, so next on the docket, I'm doing a, an ESB English special bitter, and uh, I have I bought from Cadillac Straits. I bought the 55 pound bag of Marissa Otter, which is probably the base malt I use the most, like by far. Yeah. <laughs> so that one's definitely next on the docket, and uh, I'm I'm going to Pittsburgh. Uh, on monday but when i get back i'm gonna brew that stuff up i'm gonna order i was actually gonna ask you like do you have any more um of the like crystal 45 and crystal 65 left yeah i got a bunch nice i might i just need a half a pound of each that's it <laughs> 10 <laughs> bucks to, 10 bucks all right i'll give you three dollars <laughs> <laughs> um that uh that star party from omega oh yeah that new, dude. That new uh yes. star party ale yeast um, it's only pro brew right now. I just talked to oh, is it okay? Um, the dudes from Cadillac Straits. They said it's only pro brew. They're going to announce on like social and and all that stuff when it does come out, dude. In homebrew style. Oh, I do. I can. So wait. for those of you who haven't seen that, you know, pop up on on anything. It's uh, it's a, a theolized version of the uh, Chico strain, which is a West Coast ale. Yeah, that's uh, that's strain. awesome. This was. So they burst it with theols, um, giving it the aroma of passion fruit, dank pink guava, and citrus zest. Said it. Yeah. Expect the same clean fermentation profile and clarity as its uh, parental strain Chico with a big (laughs) burst of theols that's perfect for redefining classic styles, juicing up a West Coast IPA, or creating a unique style that highlights the theol potential of regional hops and malt. Dude, that's going to be it. Like, that's... That cool. is gonna be awesome, and that's why I like about yeah. Omega. Omegas, they're so good with that kind of stuff, dude. Just imagine like how huge of like the, the fruit flavors you're gonna get off of that mm-hmm. that yeast alone. Like that's that's gonna be awesome. I'm as soon as I, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna like I'm just gonna buy a bunch of it up and just brew <laughs> like crazy with it. But, heck yeah! All right, well I'm starting to yawn. Yeah, the baby's crying <laughs> in the background. So <laughs> yeah, time to wrap up episode 49. Yep. So thanks folks. We'll uh we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Michigan Beer Pursuit. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Michigan Beer Pursuit Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at MI Beer Pursuit and on our website at MichiganBeerPursuit.com. If you have any feedback or any questions, make sure to hit us up at Chris at MichiganBeerPursuit.com. Thanks again for tuning in and as always, drink local and enjoy. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Sad. Sad.